Hello and welcome to episode 713 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this afternoon. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Tuesday, November 14th, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with the Tuesday prayer by St. Alphonsus Liguri to the Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain a good death. O Mary, how shall I die? Even now that I think of my sins and of that decisive moment on which my salvation or eternal damnation depends, of that moment in which I must expire and be judged, I tremble and am confounded. O my most sweet mother, my hopes are on the blood of Jesus Christ and in thy intercession. O comfortress of the afflicted, do not then abandon me. Cease not to console me in that moment of so great affliction. If I am now so tormented by remorse for sins committed, the uncertainty of pardon, the danger of relapse, and the rigor of divine justice, what will become of me then? Unless thou helpest me, I shall be lost. Ah, my lady, before death obtain me great sorrow for my sins, thorough amendment, and fidelity to God during the remainder of my life. And when my last moment arrives, O Mary, my hope, help me in the great distress in which I shall then be. Encourage me that I may not despair at the sight of my sins, which the devil will place before me. Obtain that I may then invoke thee more frequently, so that I may expire with thy most sweet name and that of thy beloved son on my lips. Nay, more, my lady, but forgive my boldness. Before I expire, do thou come thyself and comfort me with thy presence. Thou hast granted this favor to so many of thy devout servants. I also desire and hope it. I am a sinner, it is true. I do not deserve so great a favor, but I am thy servant, love thee, and have full confidence in thee. O Mary, I shall expect thee. Do not disappoint me of this consolation. At least, if I am not worthy of so great a favor, do thou help me from heaven, that I may leave this life loving God in thee to love thee eternally in paradise. Today, friends, we're going to check out an article that was published on October 12th of this year at PadrePeregrino.org, the website of the great Father David Nix. It is entitled The Three Grades of the TLM, of course, TLM being an acronym for Traditional Latin Mass. Father begins by saying, the three grades, so to speak, of the Traditional Latin Mass, TLM, are listed in order of ascending solemnity, low mass, In this Mass, a layperson will probably just hear the priest whisper the Roman canon without a choir or any chanting. The above-featured image, and there's a picture of Father David, the above-featured image is me offering Holy Mass at a side altar in Portugal. Notice that I have a server in that picture, but I never have a server in my hermitage for my daily low Mass. Only two candles are lit upon the altar, whether the priest has a server or not. Of course, in a low mass, it is still God the Son offering himself to God the Father, even if it's just God and the angels with the priest. As you will see below, the low mass is a newer grade flowing from the solemn high mass, but not as high in solemnity. Of course, even the low mass is over a thousand years older than the Novus Ordo. There are no concelebrants in this low mass or any other grade of the ancient TLM for that matter. Also, a low mass may often be a misa privata, a private mass, which simply means it's not publicized. In fact, a low mass can still be considered a private mass with many faithful in attendance, provided it's not publicized. 
and I can say, friends, if I can jump here in here for a moment, the low mass, although it's the lowest in regards of uh, solemnity of the three grades, it's profoundly beautiful. There's uh, a great deal of silence, and um, I, I love the low mass. It is um, beautiful in its uh, simplicity, its, its modesty, its silence. Father continues, Misa Cantata is the sung mass in English. It is offered by only one priest, no deacon or subdeacon, but it still has a choir, unlike the Misa Privada. It also has more servers or acolytes than a low mass. You'll often see this sacrifice as the main high mass at an SSPX, that's Society of St. Pius X, or FSSP, that's the Priestly Fraternity of St. Peter, parish on Sundays. Six candles are lit upon the altar. Most people think this is the dialed down solemn high mass, but it's actually the dialed up Misa Pravada, as we will see in the second half of this blog from Fortescu. And Father Nix continues with the Misa Solemnis. Misa Solemnis is a solemn high mass in English. This is the highest of all the Roman rite, but it's also the norm of it in the first millennium of Christianity and Rome. There is an amazing picture book for the TLM made for both children and adults called Treasure and Tradition, a hyperlink is given, that explains the following about how the solemn high mass is offered. A priest celebrant presides, assisted by a deacon who sings the gospel and the dismissal, and a subdeacon who sings the epistle. A thurifer and, and an even number of acolytes are also required, as well as a crucifer and torchbearers for processions. The propers must be sung by the choir or at the very least by a cantor, and incense is used several times throughout. Six candles are to be lit upon the altar, with a seventh added if the Mass is celebrated by a bishop, in which case it is termed a pontifical high Mass. The old-school Catholic encyclopedia quoted by the Bastion explains how the norm of the Roman Rite is actually found in the full solemn high Mass in its most ancient form. This solemn high Mass is the norm. It is only in the complete rite with deacon and subdeacon that the ceremonies can be understood. Thus, the rubrics of the ordinary of the Mass always suppose that the Mass is high. Low Mass, said by a priest with one servant, acolyte, alone, is a shortened and simplified form of the same thing. Its ritual can be explained only by reference to high Mass. A sung Mass, Misa Cantata, is a modern compromise. It is really a low mass since the essence of high mass is not the music but the deacon and subdeacon. Only in churches which have no ordained person except one priest and in which high mass is thus impossible is it allowed to celebrate the mass on Sundays and feasts with most of the adornment borrowed from high mass with singing and generally with incense. And that is from the Catholic Encyclopedia, Volume 9, 1910, page 799, containing an article by Monsignor Adrian Fortescu on the Mass. Father Nix continues by saying, Dr. Peter Kwasniewski recently emailed me on the history of this too. Quote, 
The sung solemn high mass was the norm for many centuries, whenever and wherever it could be done. Remember, like the East, the West initially didn't celebrate mass daily. When solemnity is your main goal, you can't necessarily pull it off every day. Later, early Middle Ages, priests wanted to say a daily mass, whether or not they were participating in a solemn mass later in the day, so the private low mass got going. It is identical to a solemn mass in the sense that the priest takes over all the tasks and texts of the solemn mass, doing them and saying them by himself. Later still, a desire to sing mass meant that the low mass began to be sung. What Americans call the high mass and Brits call the sung mass, and any of us can call misa cantata, is a low mass chanted, end quote. <laughs> to conclude, Father Nick says, thus the solemn high mass with three clerics, never con-celebrating, all in different roles, and a choir or scola is what we traditionalists should all be aiming for, especially if we desire to return to the early church in Rome and the medieval church. They really weren't that different. Let us pray, friends, that the Novus Ordo will go the way of the dodo bird because it is not pleasing to the Lord. We need to restore the traditional Latin mass. We need to restore the Roman rite, and we need to have a pope who will do that. Let us conclude, my friends, by once again mentioning Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach, available on the web at halo-soma.org. That's H-A-L-O hyphen soma.org. Also, please tune into episodes 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast for more information about RPM. That's an acronym for Rapid Prompting Method, a system of communication for non-speakers. Before my niece was eight years old, we didn't even know her favorite color. Now we know she's a comprehensive genius who composes music. She's a poet. She's a mathematician. She's skilled at foreign languages. All of this, thanks to God's grace, her hard work, and that of her family, working through RPM, just as sign language was a revolutionary breakthrough in terms of being able to communicate communicate for the deaf, or Braille was a revolutionary breakthrough in terms of being able to read for the blind, RPM is doing the same thing for non-speakers or people who have difficulty in speaking. Communication is a human right. And can you imagine how frustrated you would be, how sad you would be if you were unable to communicate with your family? It's something most of us just take for granted. And I've met many non-speakers now who've broken through to open communication and they're some of the most compassionate, kind, and sensitive people you could possibly meet in your life. We need to get this information to their families, to their friends. So please do that. And God bless you for it. Thank you so much for listening to the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. And please tune in again tomorrow. Goodbye and God love you.